What does it take? Two warriors have taken body blows, recovered from the jabs and fought back from losing rounds. Now, coming to the end, it's time for one to stand his ground and fight for the only title that matters. One Kiwi will stand ready to get off the canvas and into the realms of the immortals. What are you crapping on about? It's a fucking boxing metaphor. Just get on with it before Roland bites one of our ears off. Yes, welcome to episode 21 of The Racing Cast, the podcast with the dodgiest release schedule in the history of motor racing. I'm the Warpster, and joining me are the podcast DSO. Warpster, I'd just like to challenge you on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Triple Eight Race Engineering have far worse pit lane release schedule than this podcast. Moving on, and uh, we'll also welcome the sound engineer. Yeah, Fabs gives them a run for their money sometimes too. Mm. Alrighty. So, uh, lads, we're nearly caught up, but so much to get through. Let's get straight into it. But I do want to say one thing before getting into the New Zealand round. It's fair to say there were a lot of bad vibes floating around after the race weekend, and social media was not a happy place to be. Hang on. When's social media ever a happy place? Well, okay. It's, it's, it was a more sort of sword combat, everyone in each other's throats place to be than usual. Right, uh, Whilst everyone on our pages, uh, Racing Insiders and the podcast DSO, had their say, the conduct and behaviour was a lot higher than elsewhere. Yep. And I would like to thank everyone, old and new to both the pages, for the respect and restraint shown on what were some pretty emotive actions. I mean, part of me, Warbster, says that um, we've actually got some thinking race fans following us. Mm, but mm. that's a bit of an oxymoron, thinking and race fan. I wouldn't go that far, <laughs> I think. The people, people have actually made some very good points that I didn't pick up on um, over the weekend, so... Yeah, big thanks to everybody for um, being adults. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, and if it's uh, if it's any consolation, um, we are keeping both the pages dickhead-free zones. Mm-hmm. So, um, well, what if, does uh, your, what does the DSO stand for? Dickhead Standards Officer. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Social Media Dickhead Standards Officer. So, uh, Mr. DSO, off you go. Mm, okay. So, it's time to break out the bad accents because it's pukahui, bro. Yep. His supercar circus went across the Tasman on a big jet plane. For the last time, bro. For the... What do you mean the last time? They're going back to the sea, bro. Shit too sure. <laughs> There's something wrong with you, bro. For what is bafflingly New Zealand's only round of the year. It's the ITM Auckland Super Sprint. And to say the weekend was terse would be an understatement, bro. Back to um, something vaguely resembling English. <laughs> Two races worth uh, 150 points were on the line. The commentary team phrase of the weekend was game changer. <laughs> and the race record holder is the Smurf. Sorry, no, 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 no. Clearly you weren't uh, able to partake in the uh, subscription service. Okay. The Prince of Pukahoe. Oh, sorry, sorry. Mm. The Prince of Pukahoe, New Zealand's version of 11 or 14. And... Um, you know that there's a, a bronze statue of Peter Brock outside the Racing Museum at Bathurst? Mm-hmm. They're about to erect a bronze statue of a portaloo <laughs> in honour of Greg Murphy outside uh, Pukehoe Raceway Park in New Zealand. Well, it's either a portaloo or um, a bust of Greg Murphy with a forehead that's about 10 metres tall. Uh, <laughs> alrighty. The biggest surprise in practice was Scotty Mack binning it in P2, but... 
As per usual, when the chips are down, the shell forward was right up front with yet another pole. I think Saturday he definitely had the psychological advantage over the Triple Eight garage. Yes, pole number 13, a tenth back was SVG, then your boy Dave, yep. uh, your boy Chaz, and no one's boy. Your boy. My boy. And, yep. and no one's boy winners. No. Um. No, no, nobody's. <laughs> nobody's boy. Absolutely. No one likes it. I heard the boo. Yeah. Boo. Yeah. I can tell you one thing. Down South Auckland mm. Way, they're good at drinking booze, and they're good at yelling booze too, bro. So based on the last few years, we have our New Zealand round checklist. Warbster, let's see. I cannot believe how bad that accent was. <laughs> anyway, moving hey, on. I'm, I'm going there at the Christmas time, bro. I'm going to be able to fine-tune my accent. It's a pity Auckland's not earlier in the calendar, because I'd still have a hangover remnant, bro. Yeah, so it's almost as bad as when I was stuck in a cow for three weeks. But anyway, uh, big hello to fat fish and chicken. I might, we might have to go there, sound engineer. It wasn't Bentley Girl there a couple of weeks ago? Yeah, Bentley Girl was over there. She wouldn't start, didn't get a photo for us. Hi, Bentley Girl. Mm. So, um, we have our New Zealand round checklist. So, uh, let's see. Uh, your boy, Chaz. Yeah, drives to, drives the Tickford further up than it deserves to be. Uh, yep, check. Um, do so. Uh, yeah, my boy Dave tried a crazy pass. Definitely check. Yep. He tried uh, to go under uh, SVG at two, then SVG tried massive dives on Scotty. Yep. Um, Simona and Beebs involved in car to car contact. Ugh, check. check. Um, Will Davo was involved, and uh, Craig Lands got spun in the process. Yep. Fab's had a massive crash. Yeah, what's new? Mm, well, it's not really new. It's exactly, no, it's pretty much the same as what happened last year. Yep. He got caught on the outside of Holdsworth at 10, who was being pushed by Stanaway. And a rear quarter tap was all it took to bounce the car off two walls. Yeah, neither of them were David. And uh, demolish the car. I'm going to hold on that one a little bit. I, uh, if I was a real DSO, I, uh, <coughs> I would have had a look at that a few times. Uh, and strangely enough, I did. But mm. I'm not a real DSO. I reckon Stanaway was pretty unlucky. They were all really fighting for a, a pretty small piece of real estate. Mm. That is almost flat out through that corner. Fabs was loose. Fabs was really, really loose. Yeah. Holdsworth was they absolutely... Hold, they were on slicks. Yeah, but Hold, Holdsworth was absolutely monstering him. Mm. And then Stanaway... Holdsworth essentially looked like he rolled out of it yeah. a little bit um, to avoid contact with Fabs in front. Yeah. Stanaway um, has essentially has ended up uh, the caboose in all of this yeah. and gave Holdsworth <laughs> a tap, pushed him into Fabs, as we've all seen, and... and it was all over after that, she wrote. Um, I really think Stanaway was uh, was pretty unlucky in all that. I think you've got to look at that as being a racing accident because, um, yeah, Holdsworth basically lifted off the throttle to give Fab's room, as you said. Yep. Stanaway had nowhere to go, and even if he knew what was going to happen, it's unlikely he would have been able to avoid that contact. Sometimes it appears that the problem we have with things that appear to be racing incidents this is where some of this inconsistency runs, is that um, someone ends up with a really badly damaged car, so we feel we have to penalise someone for it. Yes, yes. And given Stanaway's probably the least popular of the five Kiwis that we were told about all weekend... Until SVG got up to his antics later. Yeah, off we go from there. Um, so what we're talking about, 10 and 11, Warps, yeah. you've got a, you've got a, you're going to expound on this, you've got a theory? I reckon the FIA should be having a look at those two corners. Um, well, they, went, they went pretty hard at turn six at Sandown after the big crashes. Yeah, and you've got to think, there's been two monster shunts there within two years. All it took was one accident and the FIA was all over Sandown. Yep. You had the 944 on Saturday Su- Sunday, Sunday morning. The f- that thing was dangerous. Yeah, got driven yeah. through. Guy drove through him. Mm-hmm. Faster car drove through him, pinged him off. 
and uh, and over she went. And let's be honest, there isn't a ton of runoff there on either um, the turn entry or exit to ten or eleven. What what was interesting with that nine, the blue nine four four Porsche in one of the support races, mm. it um, it did exactly what the cars used to do at turn six at Sandown. Mm. It went into the tyres, the Armco laid over, and it launched the car in the air. Mm. All over the world, Armco with tyre barriers in front performs exactly the same. Mm. So I think you're right. Maybe the FIA do need to have a look at it. Yeah, because I've got to look at it as they've had this many accidents in two years. At what point do you just go, well, that, that's enough. We've got to do something or somebody really hurts themselves. Yep. Anyway, anyway back to the checklist. Uh, uh, raining in New Zealand. Sound engineer. Did it rain? It did rain. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, SVG gets away with a move that's barely on. That's everywhere. What a yeah. surprise. Um, having said that, he didn't get away with the love tap on Scotty, but apparently it was too early to be blocking if you want to listen to the PR that is the Cooper's um, Race actually, Radio. I'm referring to the movie Pulled on Courtney, which was not much better. Oh, yep. Mm. So, yeah, Cooper's Race Radio. It's uh, it's now known as uh, Race Team PR. Mm. Courtney defends aggressive as hell. Well, that's pretty normal. Yeah, what's new? Um, short fuel made him a target for the leaders, but his ultra-aggressive defence is... Defending made even SVG back down. At least it didn't run into Garth for once. Yeah, no, Garth had his own problems mm. back in the pack where you're going to get whacked. Oh, yeah. Triple Eight does something a bit dodge and gets away with it. Tick. Uh, big tick. Massive rotation tick. of the tyres whilst the car was in the air is pushing the boundaries of a subjective rule. So I guess we get to the first elephant in the room. Well, better, better an elephant in the room than a hippopotamus. What do we think of the fuel that surrounded the SVG rear tyre change. Oh, well, I'm going to say this a lot this episode, sadly. If I was a real DSO, I'd be rewriting the rule because the rule in itself is shit. Having said that, the rule doesn't talk about a full rotation. And when you read the stewards uh, report in their findings that the Deputy Race Director Michael Massey, hi Michael, pack your suitcase, get ready for uh, Formula One next year, was correct in his his interpretation and his and his enforcing of the rule because there were beanish instances earlier in the year where they teams weren't penalised for full rotation. Specifically, um, David Reynolds. David Reynolds, yeah. So um, earlier in the year, not not the not the time where his foot slipped off. Clutch um, the clutch of Bathurst. That was more than a full revolution. But mm. the problem is the rule doesn't mention a full revolution. Yes. So the rule needs to be clarified. And I'll throw this one at you right now, Warbster. There's a really easy way to do this. Mm-hmm. These cars have no end of sensors. They have uh, an immense amount of data processing. From where the air spike goes in, just inside the uh, air receiver, mm-hmm. put a solenoid that refuses to accept air. Mm-hmm. Through the MoTeC, until the car is in neutral, that solenoid won't open and won't accept air. Mm-hmm. Then when the pit stop's over and they pull the air spike and the system is um, essentially at zero pressure, the, the car would need to sense that it's at zero pressure mm-hmm. before releasing ignition. So what you would do is you'd cut, you'd do an ignition cut yep. until the car is back on the ground. So you'd have a lag period of maybe... 0.6 or 0.8 of a second from when the spike's removed. Yep. So there's all ignition is cut, which means that even if you're in gear on the way down, you can't get any drive till you're on the ground and the system's free of air. Then you pick a gear on the ground and drive away. It's all about safety. Roland kept trying to tell us that the second Gold Coast race 
was uh, was all was was should have been abandoned because of safety reasons. That was more the safety of these points for his drivers. But <laughs> if we're talking about safety, this is what we need to do: get rid of a rule. And, and supercar seamers, your seamster mates come out and said, oh, we need Hawkeye for pit stops. No, we don't. Take the error and take the equation. Eliminate the safety issue. Eliminate the judgmental issue. Eliminate the error. Fix it technically so the cars cannot be engaged in gear while they're in the air. It's really simple. It's a little bit of code programming and one, and one uh, solenoid. Game over. Problem fixed. The issue with it is... is I'm Oh, and by the way, supercars, I'm now on public record, so when you do that next year, the podcast DSO, I'll pay me the royalties, thanks. The other problem that I have with it is that there was down to the interpretation of the rule is X, but the rule is not written as X. So DJRs launched a protest well within their bounds to do it, and as the rule was written, they had a point. The problem comes down to the interpretation of the rule is X but it's not written in the rule. So if you don't come up with a technical solution, you've got to write the rule better. Write the rule the way you enforce it. You're enforcing it consistently, Mm. but you're not enforcing it to the way it's written. Mm. So change one. And considering the amount of um, social media meltdown, it's rigged, blah, 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 that went on, the PR damage far outweighs the effort of actually going through the operations manual again and fixing all the mistakes. Again. Yeah, well, you know it's pretty um, cut and dry when Scaife decides to rule against Triple Eight. Yeah, tell me about it. I mean, even Scaife didn't go with the narrative. And when does that ever happen? In any case, there would be a post-race investigation, which was resolved eventually. They dragged that one out like crazy in Red Bull's favour. Then DJR Team Penske appealed, and social media went into meltdown. It was Newcastle last year all over again. Anyway, back to our checklist. Uh... SVG rams someone stupidly hard. Yep. Check. Yep. Uh, five lifted, second penalty. Lifted, lifted the back wheels off the ground to hit him that hard. Yeah. Five second penalty given for once. Also, would the Red Bull Garage not try to sway the opinion of the viewers or race control with bullshit radio calls? As I mentioned earlier, Cooper's race radio has now become a PR tool. What the hell was that? How stupid do they think we are? I think it's arrogance. How are you not going to call that out? No, no, it's, a, it's, it's... But how are you not going to call that out as a commentator if it's completely bullshit? No, no, well, the commentators won't say anything... That commentary box won't say anything against Triple Eight. And they won't say anything that's prejudicial to the sport. And it is absolute, a load of hot cock, what they are saying over the radio. They are using the team radio to try and influence decisions and they are using the team, in my opinion, and are using the team radio as essentially as a, as a marketing tool, as an advertising tool. It's but bullshit. They've said, oh, the Scotty McLaughlin, jeez, it's a bit... It's a bit early to be stopping that far hard in the corner or to be blocking he's going no he's driving in the corner he's the one in front he's He's online he's online he's at the apex he's allowed to do whatever the fuck he wants you've got to go around him yep absolute nonsense alrighty so back to our checklist Uh, yep Scotty Mac does something classy and gives the other bloke room uh, yep, check. Scaife mentions Wing Cup almost completely out of context. <laughs> yes. Which uh, time? Which, which time? <laughs> Incessantly. So uh, we're just going to... Okay, so we've got the two leaders here, and uh, they, are this, they are this far away from Wing Cup. Yeah. Uh, SVG throws in a series of stupidly fast laps to win the race. 
Well, yep. he certainly did that. He certainly and, did that. And apart from the fact that he's the biggest cock on the face of the planet in my eyes at the moment. The man can shit, drive. the man can drive. Yeah. God. Yeah. Walster. So, so SVG hits back after a horrible surface win- weekend to win from Scotty Mack and Chaz. And we see the dick move of the weekend with SVG's parking job. Now, they're saying now, oh, it was all a joke. Oh, it's just a bit of stuff and a wreck. Hang on. Hang on. on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I watched the... We sound engineer and I watched the uh, subscription service. He didn't. He didn't realise he was still in the cap. Yeah, no, bullshit. He was swinging his dick around. Hang on, hang on. There's been about six different versions of this story, and perhaps one day Triple Eight might actually get their shit together and tell the truth. It was a dick move, mm. absolutely. So the animosity amongst the natives was high, given the nature of SVG's tactics and the general lack of sportsmanship about the place. Yeah, and rolling up Kiwis. To the point that they turn on one of their own. That's a pretty decent effort. Yep. So the shitstorm created by the investigation and then the subsequent appeal by uh, DJR Team Penske has left a bad taste in everyone's mouth. The appeal was dismissed, much to dismay of those who took the logical side of the argument, but we've already touched on that. I think, Wobster, you make a good point. We now know who the darling of the New Zealand fans is. Yep. Um, and It's the gentleman. It is the gentleman. It's the, it's the young gentleman. It's not the uh, mm. it's not the arrogant one or the old gentleman or the old gentleman who's um, now in semi retirement. Yes, until he gets wheeled out again. So to use uh, an old Oxygen phrase, bottle and all. to use an old phrase, it just wasn't cricket. Um, so Warbs to the Fox Telly challenged. Uh, yeah, they wouldn't know that given the Australian one days are behind the paywall now as well. Mm. I bet someone blames me for this. Yeah, I actually, you know what? Mm. I think given your history and your ability to polarise the viewing public. I think you need to apply for the job as chairman of the Australian Cricket Board. It's currently vacant, Mm. and uh, then they'll be able to blame you for the Foxtel TV deal. Because you've got runs on the board. Pardon the pun. Honestly, I'm just waiting for Eugene to screw up badly enough so I can take over camps. Wow. (laughs) Wow. There you have it, folks. James Warburton to take over. As no, 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 no. CEO of Cam's no, when no, no, Eugene no, no. stuffs up. Fuck James Warburton. I'll take over oh, Cam's. Right. <laughs> I couldn't do a worse job. <laughs> and in line with the Cam's social media policy, I am not prepared to make a statement on that. Oh yes, racing. There was that too. <laughs> Apparently there was. Alrighty. Yes, yes. So, qualifying. Yeah, it was a bit of an odd one. Behind the usual three, a rare event happened. All of the Kiwis were in the top ten. All wow. five of them. Even Stanaway. As, as wow. they kept going on about. Yep, even Stanaway. Uh, he is possibly being asked, so of course he sticks it in the ten. Andre rose above his usual station as well. Even weirder. What the fuck was Blanchard doing there? Will you stop swearing? You're worse than the sound engineer. Uh, Blanchard in the top ten? I think that warrants it. Oh, well, he pulled one out of his arm. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. Yep. Uh, While well, we pondered that mystery, the lights went out and Jamie rocketed forwards. Um, Scotty rocketed hard left to cover SVG off the start. It was a pretty clean first lap until uh, your boy Warbster mm-hmm. was helped by your other boy Warbster. So Anton got a helping hand around at nine by, uh, by the Rickler. Warbster's boys shouldn't be fighting each other at all. Yeah, take out Garth or something. Jesus oh, Don't be like that. Hi, Garth. Hi, uh, tactical diversions were made with Mink up in unusually early to make sure the boom was clear whenever SVG needed it. Clearly, they learned from surface. Mm. Despite statements to the contrary at this point, Roland had abandoned the pretense of no team orders. Yeah, anyone... I mean, there's probably a blind bloke uh, walking down um, Warbster Avenue at the moment. <laughs> 
with a dog and a stick who could see that they were imposing team orders. Mm. Mm. So Fabs didn't get short-filled and didn't hold up SVG as Scaife insisted. Do you know what? I said it on my page. Mark Scaife actually made the most sense of his motor racing career both as a driver and as a commentator. <laughs> well, that's, 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 that's going to go wrong. DJR Team Penske have, up and well, for the last race at least, they have number one position in pit lane. They should have hmm. short-filled uh, Fabs. They should have got him out in front of SVG. And SVG, they stuffed up the pit stop. They left the incompressibles in. Hmm. So they were and even Fabs longer. Still they were even longer him. And Fabs still went out behind him. He but, should have gone out as a blocker and they should have played teammate back at their own game. But the thing is, I think there's a reason that DJRTP but didn't on. do that. No, there's a good reason. Because this is probably the first time Fabs has ever been close enough to actually affect a change like this. I tell you right now, he's been playing from five or six rows back most of the year. Yeah, exactly. But the fact that they're the fact that they're playing the bigger team, like they're playing the bigger team, they're not pulling all of the shit. No, but they should. And be. they're still winning. Yeah. No, but they didn't. They they didn't. This is the whole thing. They went in with fourteen points separating. They've come out with fourteen points separating. They needed to do more. If Fab, that might have been the difference between yeah. um, SVG finishing second. He might have been back a couple, another couple of positions. You you don't even know, so you take every opportunity you can it's not about quote gamesmanship mm. it's not it's not you know no one's gentleman races anymore there's a championship on the line yep so triple eight returned the favor of scotty cleared jamay at pit exit yep uh jamay yeah i didn't know chris lily was driving to be yeah. honest okay no um sarah blasco no sarah blasco <laughs> there you go ladies and gentlemen two people you will never ever see in the same room at exactly the same time chris lily and sarah blasco if you don't believe me google it is this like how banksy is damien orban yet Shh, don't you'll upset rulo <laughs> you'll upset rulo here we go uh when cup came back at him within millimeters but but didn't punch him in the back like a certain teammate would have yes so scotty held on then proceeded to walk away save of the weekend back uh, in 11th back in 11th waters into Percat at 11 uh, that corner again but it ended up with no one in the fence and they kept going at it the exchange looked like a bin chassis or two waiting to happen fair to say those two won't be exchanging Christmas cards though yeah I can tell you that was one from the what was he thinking file because um, mm. I don't even know why Waters was there and the old Purdog did really really well to hold that uh, hold mm. that together back up the front SVG past Lowndes funny about that mm. who put up about as little fight as he could get away with without getting out and pushing the 97 but uh, there's no team orders sound no, engineer no team orders no team orders did you see any team orders over the weekend sound engineer definitely not he just ran out of fuel oh, no, we'll get to that we'll get to that next on the SVG hit list which is a terrible choice of words. Was uh, my boy, Davey Reynolds, and everyone expected a tad more resistance here given the past that these two share. Um, I don't think Davey's been watching as much Narcos lately. <coughs> SVG eventually pulled a block pass. He could do nothing about it at nine. And look, look, Davey didn't yield. There's no two ways about it. Oh, no, it. no. He, he held ground, but SVG, everyone... And this is probably the difference. Van Gisbergen was, of the leaders was last to pit. He was on yes. the fresher tyres at the back end. Correct. And it genuinely made a difference. It did It did genuinely make a difference. And um, a big, big um, ups to Davey Reynolds because he literally left him a car width on the inside once he knew 
he was going for it. He gave him no more, yep. but he didn't give him less either. And Shane, in his usual fashion, barged his way through without rubbing panels. He's, he's very, very good at it. Further back, uh, your other boy, Andre, went lawn mowing at turn three. Presumably he's after um, Slade's Victor money to keep his seat at Nissan for next I thought, year. I thought it was something about cutting the grass when you're over in New Zealand. Uh, Wind Cup was barreling in on Scotty for another crack, but used too much tyre and fell short. With a lap to go, he was asked to save fuel. Bullshit! Bullshit! Yeah, even Scaife called bullshit on it. Since when has running out of fuel ever stopped Wind Cup? No, no team orders. No, no team orders. No running out of fuel. No. No, no can't hear the radio. <laughs> la la, not la, listening. La, 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 la. Yep. Just, I mean, I mean, he, he obviously was running very, very low on fuel. Mm, That's big. why after the race, he went into the pit lane. In, then they instead said, of going no. to the podium on the front straight. So then he had to do another lap of the racetrack and go onto the podium on the front straight. Very low on fuel. And still... Running on fumes. Made it in on the smell of an oily rag. Mm. Sorry, all been sold in the warehouse sale. Yeah, Macca Mac, Mac st- nicked them when he yeah, Mac, Mac, Mac stole an oily rag to try and get his, uh, oh, his, man, nine, his 989 Telstar home. Alrighty, so Scotty Mac, Mac won one from, from SVG and Win Cup, uh, retaining his 14 point lead into Newcastle and taking the title showdown to the last race again. Yes. And into the good, the mare, and the ugly, uh, the DSO. My good would have to be the new eternal good guy, Scotty Mac. My other good is the Kiwi crowd for booing J-Dud mm. for pulling over in the race, the Sunday race. Yep. Sound engineer, the good? Yeah, the good per cat. Jeez, that was a good save. Yep. And uh, my... My alternate good is uh, Scotty's Nana. Yeah, what a legend. Uh, yeah, on, uh, on, on in Scotty's Insta. Yeah, Scotty's Nana's a legend. Yeah, Scotty's Nana was at the track. Lobster, you're good. Uh, Scotty Mac, for obvious reasons. Yep. Uh, I'm g- I can't believe this. Mark Scaife in the good. What? He actually called BS when BS was found to be found. So are we disbanding the CJT? No, he'll be back for Newcastle, probably. Um, and um, the other good was Je- Jess Yates's fangirling over Stan Van Gisbergen. Wow. Oh, God. My God. That I was actually going to be my best performance. Oh, well, that's even better. <laughs> that's even better. Well done. Um, my turn for a mare. Yep. Gary Rogers Motorsport. Where? I know you're in Dandenong, but I'm going to ask this rhetorical question. Where has all the speed gone? Well, the, the, apparently there's a few supplies around Dandenong if you know where to look. Sound engineer? <laughs> Meh. Um, I'm going to say Scaife and Rusty's t-shirt bet. For yes. those, Yeah, for those of you who don't know... Back at Townsville. Yep. Do you want to tell the story? Yeah, because you'll stuff it up. Yep. Back at Townsville, Scaife said that Wing Cup was gone, that he couldn't win the championship. Ingalls said, hell no, he'll, he'll fight his way back. And they made a bet that uh, whoever won the bet have get a t-shirt made at Newcastle. So the, the t-shirt that Russell's going to have to wear says, with a picture of Scaife, I'm sorry I tried to kill you, 2003, Eastern Creek. 2004. 2004, Eastern Creek. I can't remember the other half of the bet, but... They've been banging on about it, supercars trackside all year. Mm. Um, so 
Well, Jess Yates flutters her eyelids frantically at uh, Shane Van Gisbergen. These two old flogs have been banging away at... Uh, Scaife still holds it. You know, I mean, seriously, perhaps if Russell had done a decent job, we wouldn't have put up the Scaife in the commentary box. Warbster. Mayor? Uh, triple eight antics. I think that's a lock for Mayor. Yes. Uh, Even with all these good guys getting sacked. Yeah. Yep. Um, I'm going to say Nissen because they were absolutely nowhere to be found. Yep. And I'm going to say Stanaway. Mayor? Verity Mayor. Wow. Mm. Wow. Ugly. Ugly. SVG stunt. Boxing Scotty in on Saturday. I don't care how they try and spin it. It was ugly. Yeah, I was um, going to say about that too. Yeah. The hypocrisy. You know, criticise him for blocking during the race and then you've blocked him oh, into the car. Very good. Well done. You got a me- an ugly? Uh, social media warriors. Mm. There was yep. just... It was, it was fever pitch. Where you can tell we're at the busy end of the social media season, mm. as evidenced by uh, the fact that we've actually people are running people. out of things to do what, at work. Well, huh? what we're seeing, no, what we're seeing on our pages, <laughs> it was almost post Newcastle like fever pitch. Yeah, no, well, no, we don't see them on our pages because we've got intelligent followers who yes. say thoughtful and considered things, not spout crap. Um, if you want to lose some brain cells, go to Supercars. Correct. <laughs> oh, and uh, and Crusher dot Cafe. Uh, best performance. Um, simply for that save per cap mm, sound engineer oh, best you performance already, you already know what my best performance is Jesse Yates on the Saturday afternoon yeah you're making uh, fluttering her eyelids at yep. SVG my best performance and this, you're going to put shit on me for it but I'll give you some logic yeah I already know yeah. what yours is. Erebus was my best performance because Dave and Anton both qualified in the top 10 Dave ran 5th both days so he was behind the four fastest cars. Anton suffered from the double stack and getting spun around. There's a genuine turn of speed in those cars at a track that was notoriously hard for everyone else. It was only really the top four that had it working yeah. over the bumps and, and the high speed stuff. So Warbster, by that logic, do you want to um, give big ups to, to Kelly Motorsport? And I'll give big, give a, big ups to Tickford, you know, just because, you no, know, the fa- actually... Can we just turn best performance into my favourite? No, 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 no. <laughs> I actually see where the DSI is coming from on this one. Erebus has never really gotten to grips with Pukekohe full stop. Mm-hmm. Um, so to say it's a step up on previous years would be a mild understatement. I keep thinking Anton gets another half year in him middle of next year. He's going to be an absolute rock at the back of half next year. Oh, hell yeah. And Dave even made a comment about we're still a young team. He's absolutely right because once they went to the ZB, they've essentially reset the clock completely. So everything is new again and um, they'll have a, a ton more data next year. Anton's just getting faster and faster and maintain it they are working for each other not against back into the silly season a little bit when they were talking about um, Erebus supplying a car or some sort of arrangement with Charlie Forklift why in God's name would they oh and they got got out of that as quick as they possibly can they've they've got the mojo they've got the two drivers why would they want to disrupt that flow with another car yep makes absolutely zero sense yep but anyway is that Tim So we need to go safety car boards and flags, safety car boards and flags, safety car boards and flags. We all know the inconvenience of taking a taxi, bro. You wait a long time, the driver's really slow, and it's only always when you're in a hurry, bro. But why take a taxi when you can take a super taxi? Travel with one free fabs. One free fabs will take you anywhere in our fleet of DJR Timpensky supercars. We will cut your travel time, bro. We will put the jandle to the floor to deliver you a better travel experience, eh, cuz? Anytime, anywhere, one free fabs will get you there faster, bro. 
Hi, I'm the Warbster, and I want your vote in this election to begin the work that needs to be done to improve life for all Victorians. We need infrastructure and works to go forward. A Warbster government will build new roads and rail links to hold street races. We will create long-term sustainable jobs with street races in the manufacturing, construction, catering, hospitality and technology industries. We will tell the residents near Sandown to stop bitching about the noise because the track was there first. This has nothing to do with street races, but seriously, fuck them. We will use the street race-based economy to balance the books and ensure the long-term future for all Victorians. Our tourism policy will increase interstate and international visitors with street races. No child in this state will be more than 100 kilometers from a street race under our plan. I made supercars successful with street races, and now I want to do it for you and for our great state. This election, vote Warbster Australian National Coalition. This paid political advertisement was written, authorised and spoken by Jay Warburton, Melbourne, aka The Fake Warbster. This is the DSO speaking. to the racing cast and uh we're nearly done with all of our catching up but before we get on with that page plugs sound engineer how's it go again so yeah come to the real podcast sound engineer on instagram check it out uh and warbster you can find the warbster at www.facebook.com backslash racing insiders and if you want to catch up with the podcast dso www.facebook.com slash podcast dso or you can find both of us on instagram as well indeed with that we go into the heart of the australian grassroots motor racing scene it's time for This is National Racing Roundup with the Warbster, the Sound Engineer and the DSO. Over to our man on the ground who knows all of the young and upcoming talent and the old and fading talent, Mr. DSO. Thanks, Warbster. Um, I've got three to run through for some series. There's still a few series left to go, so I won't, we won't bother talking about uh, anything that's left alive. Porsche Carrera Cup Australia finished their season on the Gold Coast with Jackson with an X Evans taking out the 2018 championship, driving for uh, McElroy Racing, uh, Andy McElroy. There's, uh, there's a surname you might hear a little bit of in a minute. All sorts of shenanigans across the weekend in the field, all... Uh, Lots and lots of panels bent, lots of cars broken, uh, and including... And speaking, speaking of taking out, uh, do we want to talk about Moff and Glenwood? Yeah, no, Dalewood. <laughs> oh, it was Dale, Yeah, it? Moff and Dale. So oh, okay. there were some terse words, apparently, back in Park Fermay, and then uh, allegedly a bit of pushy-shovey, and someone got a fine, and someone got a smack on the wrist, and that's about all I'm going to say about it. And uh, somebody was at risk of not being able to um, participate in their co-driving role for the supercars race until we got cleared. Uh, never in doubt. Never in doubt. Mm-hmm. Fast forward to Eastern Creek next to the tip. Actually, no. Eastern Creek was only a little bit stinky on the Friday, and... Uh, 
didn't really get a whiff of the Bicky Factory, did we, Sound Engineer? No. Okay. <laughs> All right, so a uh, couple of series rounded out their year. TA2, the uh, TA2 Trans Am 2 series. Hi, Dewey. Well, hi, Dewey. TA2 series has come ahead in leaps and bounds in 2018. They had uh, 18 cars running for their final round at Sydney Motorsport Park. And uh, young Aaron Seaton, son of Glenn, grandson of Bo, we've done all that all year. Clean swept round five, but Ashley Jarvis uh, is the 2018 Australian TA2 champion. The TA2 organisers have now sold 35 cars. Wow. And are looking at um, a little bit of state-based as well as a fairly substantial national series next year. While we're on TA2... Yes. There was an interesting uh, tidbit come out of the Thailand Super Series... Can't believe they named it Super Series, but there we are. They must have been learning something from us. Using TA2 cars. Using TA2 cars. And uh, guess who was up there uh, for their weekend just before... Uh, My so boy Davey. Your boy Davey went up and uh, got in the car and wanted <coughs> to steer around with one of the promo girls. You need to... We might link it to our pages if we um, haven't I've already, already. I've already posted Warbster's it. Warbster's already done, so I'm not sure if I have. I know that might have been some comments. I'd like to know um, the guy who... <laughs> Who does the seatbelts? The passenger seatbelt guy. Yeah. So, um, how much a, how much around does he pay for that job? Uh, my question is, what is it with Dave Reynolds and obscenely hot women? Absolutely, uh, lucky bastard. Sorry, did he you gets... say Thailand? Yes, thanks, Barry. <laughs> thanks, Barry. Yeah, Barry. Is there a race on Barry? Yeah. No, no. Ba- Barry, Barry did that did that joke, and mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh my god, you just had to, didn't you? Yeah, he went there. Australian National Formula Ford Championship finished up its seven round national series at Sydney Motorsport Park with title combatants Hamish Ribberts and Hunter McElray. Heading into the round with a nine-point points deficit uh, in Hunter's favour. Hamish took pole position to knock it back to eight points. Uh, took race one uh, on the Saturday afternoon to narrow the points gap to four with Hunter in third position. Young Nathan Hearn split the two of them for second position. And was, that, was that the one that was won by point zero zero B's dick? Yes, that was indeed. It was point zero zero. Zero six. It was six one thousandths of a second. Uh, Hamish beat uh, Nathan by on the Saturday afternoon. I think that photo appeared on both of our pages. I'm pretty sure it did. I'm not quite sure where that uh, photo came from, but uh, it was a pretty mad photo. Mm -hmm. To to Sunday morning, and uh, race two was taken out by Hunter McElray, who beat Hamish in race two, which extended the points lead to eight points. And race three was an absolute nail-biter, which saw Hamish and Hunter battle it out for the lead until lap three, when coming into turn two, Hamish Ruberts decided to lick the stamp and send it. Sadly, it was uh, the sending was into the, his car into the side of Hunter's, knocked Hunter back to eighth position, and a pit lane drive through penalty to Hamish Ruberts saw him finish race four, race three in 14th position, handing the title to Hunter McElray, who heads over to... Uh, the Mazda Road to Indy shootout later in the year. A massive mention to young Lismore driver Nathan Hearn, who took out race three and the round win, uh, giving him his maiden race and round win at national level. And he didn't run out of fuel. <laughs> he didn't run out of fuel, and he uh, and he was a pretty happy young bloke by all accounts uh, in the paddock. Because he wasn't that. told that he was running out of fuel and he had to give up the position. <laughs> Thanks, Warbster. Alrighty, so that's uh, pretty much it for National Roundup. So uh, now we're done with the uh, National Racing Roundup for now. Oh, hang on, you know what you forgot? Formula 4. 
So some some late breaking. Some oh, late no. breaking news uh, out of uh, the Australian National Formula Four Championship concluded its 2018 series. The, the Australian series concluded its series at Pukehawi Raceway the, Park. One of, one in of the Auckland. most one of the most Australian racing tracks you'll ever come across. Absolutely. Done that and it's with great pleasure that uh, we're able to announce that Jaden, aka Juice Ojeda, is the new National Formula Four champion, taking this series after he won race two and then went through uh, and cleaned up in race three again. Young bloke who graduated out of Formula Ford last year and has been doing a little bit of work engineering the Tanda Sports fast lane racing stealth Formula Ford. And uh, great to see very, very popular young bloke. So uh, from um, talented to shit Sherlock, we're going into an old favourite. No, no shit, shit Sherlock. Sherlock. All right, Warbster. Pulled a few uh, out of my hat this morning with a little bit of... Uh, Little little bit of current uh, headlines. Let's run with them. I'm glad you said hat, to be honest. Yes. So, per tech poll question from Crusher.cafe this morning, should Van Gisbergen's pit stop have been penalised? The services! 79.6% of respondents replied yes. And the other 21% were wrong. No shit, Sherlock! Headline, Triple Eight defends Wind Cup SVG position swap. No shit, Sherlock! Here's one for us, Warbster. Yep, yep. TCR Australia confirm a seven-round 2019 calendar, all of which are on the Shannon's Nationals program. Really? Hmm. No so sh- what, Supercar said no, or...? No shit, Sherlock! Looking forward to the Novocastrian race of the year, mm-hmm. headline, Aaron Russell secures Super Utes drive for Newcastle. No career, Aaron. No shit, Sherlock! Hello, career, my old friend. I've come to talk to you again. And uh, and one that I couldn't find in uh, in a headline, Warbster, but um, I think I might have worked it out myself. Yep. Shane Van Gisbergen proves he really is an arsehole by blocking Scotty Mack in his car after race one in New Zealand. No shit, Sherlock! And another one that uh, did come from the pages of Crusher.cafe, mm-hmm. Erebus Quash's Technical Alliance Talks with Team Forklift. No shit, Sherlock! Right. Even Charlie Forklift couldn't mm. f- supply something that would lift that off the ground. So, um, is, is Crusher Cafe admitting to um, who are clients and who aren't clients when it comes to these stories? No. Why would they start now? That's true. So, we're all caught up, and uh, where we need to be in terms of catching up with the supercars and all of the itinerant stuff, so let's get the crystal yeah. balls out. You're going to polish your crystal balls so they're um, sound engineer? Oh, I'm polishing no, no. them right now. I need an adult. Um, <laughs> anyway. find one of these. Anyway, so um, let's get out of the past and look to the future. It's time for our uh, Silly Season review, lads. All right, Warbster. Let's go with... A little bit of a out snapshot view based on some spies, some info, a dream I had two weeks ago, another dream I had two nights ago. And your ball. And my crystal ball that I've been polishing incessantly. So we've done more research than Phelps, in other words. Let's kick off with RBRA slash triple eight. Well, they will be RBRA only now because uh, Wind Cup and SVG is sticking around. The triple eight wreck that was Craig Lowndes is confirmed as being returned. Yep. Uh, that's easy. Uh, so. D- DJRTP stays the same with Fabs and Scotty Mack in 12 and 17. Mm-hmm. Erebus, we know, is uh, a lock for Dave and Anton. Well, they're already under contract. Yep. And the Charlie 
forklift technical lines isn't going to happen. No, because Erebus are clever. Yes. Uh, BJR, Purdog and Slade Dog are locked. The 21 car Tim Blanchard that the Blanchard family own, mm-hmm. the Wreck 2 have announced Tim stepping aside and they're going to put somebody into that. He's going to become a team owner, blah, blah, blah. Our tip is Macca Jones, Warbster, yes. Uh, Macca Jones, I think, is pr- pretty much 99% in that seat. Um, having said that... I mean, having it is said, a Jones family. Hang on, having said that, keep in mind, the 21 might have an option for someone that brings a budget. Brad and Kim will take a, bu- a driver with a budget over Macca if they can't find their own budget. Let's, be, let's make no bones about that. So let's go to the soccer team. Two and 22 are both locked. Uh, yep, Pi and JC. Yep, Gary Rogers Motorsport 33 and 34 are both locked. Uh, GT and um, uh, Beebs has Beebs been retained, issues. which I actually think is a good move. He yes. I think he needs another, to, uh, he needs another year of development in a good yeah, car. Yeah, no, no, that's yeah. stiff. Car 35, Toddy Hazelwood, Matt Stone Racing. Don't know anything about this Warbster. Even my Queensland spies can't give me anything. So at this stage, I think they're going to sit pretty. I think they're going to sit with Hazelwood and I'm go with the new Triple Eight Alliance. Yep. Possibly as well of well as or instead of Techno um, Autosport, but we'll get to them yep. in a minute. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to scroll down our list. I think we need to do Tickford Racing first. Oh yes. Because it jumps, but then back to the other car that we've just skipped. Yep. Here we have it, ladies and gentlemen. Car five will be Jack LeBrock replacing Frosty. Mm-hmm. My spies are red hot. Jack LeBrock has a previous alliance. So at this start, and we also hear that the 56 wreck, the Stanaway car, will be handed in. So at this stage, TR, Tickford Racing, will be car 5. Jack LeBrock, car 6. Cameron Waters, car 55, Chas Mostert. And they will bring in on technical alliance... 23, 23 red. red, car 230, Will Davo. As that, a satellite. That, they'll come in satellite uh, as a satellite team. So much like the um, super black arrangement of um, a few years ago. Yeah, and and uh, essentially they'll run a four-car team as they sit. Obviously, there'll be some redundancies there with uh, in terms of team. People will shuffle about, move around between the 23 red crew and the TR crew. Um, that's that's as we know it at the moment. So, so that rounds out... 23 red, red and Tickford Racing. Charlie Forklift Racing, That's there's been a lot of speculation around um, what's going on there. Um, look, I'm 99.9% sure that's going to be Frosty. It's probably the worst kept secret mm. ever. Um, so car 18, Frosty in a Team 888 um, customer car. It'll basically be the lounge chassis from this year. Yeah, quite possibly. Now, that leaves us with car 19 Techno. Mm. With Jack LeBrock leaving Techno to go to Tickford Racing, I reckon Techno is going to be lock, stock and two smoking barrels up for sale. Yep. Wreck, car, pit equipment, gear, essentially an entire race team. Mm-hmm. That's where the Kostecki family may come in. Uh, Kostecki family, or I think Matt Stone was looking at possibly going to two cars and that would make sense as well. Yep, so Matt... Matt Stone uh, needs to buy a wreck. The rumour at this stage is he'll be buying that wreck off Jason Bright. Yes, but um, if Jason Gomesall's got a bit of money, there seems to be a fair few three wrecks lying around. Yep. So 
if he wants to make the jump to two, now would be the time, and that would get him a lot more competitive as well. We're left with one more Warbster. Uh, yes, the Kelly art- Racing, the artist formerly known as Nissan Motorsport. All right, so the hardest one to pick. So here we go. We know that Car Seventy Eight Simona is a lock. Yep, we know Rick's already back for next year. And we Castrol know that Rick's a lock, and Castro will go on with that. I've heard that one's going back, but you are hearing different. And they are saying different. Mm-hmm. I've heard that I've heard that there are four potentially being handed back in. Yes. So uh, that would be three, and Techno would te- would technically haha be four. Yep. They'd be the four that are being touted in some circles. Kelly Racing gets interesting. Um, Caruso's out the door. So. Caruso. So Caruso's out the door. Mm-hmm. Does that leave Caruso a drive at? There's potentially a drive at Techno if he can take some budget if they stay. Yeah. In current form. Techno or whoever replaces Techno. Or whoever replaces Techno. Assuming they don't assuming it's not a Kostecki family member. Um if Caruso can take a budget to Brad Jones Racing, he may well take the drive 21. in the Blanchard Racing car twenty one. Yep. Although I I think Mac is all but in that seat. There is also a whisper that if a wreck goes in, Brad Jones Racing may look to partner with somebody to buy another one. Hmm. There's a whisper of four cars at Brad Jones, but I, I, I haven't got a lock on that yet. I'm yep. I'm waiting on a couple of um, a couple of leads to come back. Back to um, what will be known as Kelly Racing. Yep. I don't know completely what the situation is. I think Alex Rullo may well spend the dollars to come back up again, mm-hmm. and he would take the well, what would be the twenty three drive, given he's been driving with Matt White in yes. in. Super 2 in the Nissan. And he's hardly sputtered it up in um, the Nissan either. No, he's, he's been all right. He's much better for the year. So that leaves us with Car 7. I can't see Andre continuing, unfortunately. I he'd don't need think to he's bring an absolute ton of money. And I mean, he'd be 14000 richer if he hadn't done that, done that investment a couple of years ago. I don't know. Uh, Good investment. I hope. So, but let, Gary, Gary Jacobson, my boy, he has, he has the mega money. Yep. <laughs> and it might not be quite enough. It's not mega money. It's the mega sponsorship money. It's the mega. It's the mega, mega fuels. Mega sponsorship fuels money. money. The thing is, that's not a small amount of money. I mean, he's already got enough to do a Super Two season, and these days there isn't that much of a leap between Super Two and the main series. Oh, no, there is when you go from six to eighteen rounds. Well, that's, six to sixteen rounds, I should say. That, that's true enough, but. I mean, he, somebody give him a drive for God's sake! Yep, so That's pathetic. Let, so let's look at who else is sitting in the wings. Will Brown? Uh, Will Brown would be, although I think he's. I think Will Brown would want another year. I think he's contracted Darius for the um, Injuros next year. So you just need to think about getting him, satelliting him into a Super Two team. Agreed. Um, but via them. There's some uh, yeah. control over what he's driving. Yep, um, I think with one of their Will Brown's Will Brown can do it, but I think they'll give him another year. Tom Randall, I think, is going to lose out in the TR equation so because the of, other TR um, thing that sorry that I forgot to mention, and thank you for bringing it up. Rusty French is desperately looking to sell his half of TR. If anybody yep. wants to go halves in Tickford Racing with Rod Nash, mm-hmm. email rusty at skysands.com.au. But I also believe that if um, they're handing one back, it will be one of the ones that Rusty French controls. Yeah, definitely, which will be the, the old Super Black. Which will be, yes, I believe. Yep. No, wouldn't it have been the number five? Either either. That's where we see it sitting. It's uh, There's a few things swinging, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But Tickford to three, with 23 red blowing in as a fourth. Kelly's to three. 
techno, poss- te- techno possibly not existing anymore. And uh, we're not sure who will be in the 21 car. Hopefully, Macca Jones. So, Warbster, that's, uh, that's a little bit of crystal balling. Mm-hmm. Now we've got to do some more crystal balling because it's nearly the end of the season. And it is our lead up to the Novocastrian extravaganza. The Coates Hire Newcastle 500. The so, Schoolies 500. So either. isn't it really sad that they can't afford to buy their own race? They've got to go and hire one. Well, I mean, they just take it out of Homebush and that traffic's just crazy. Whoa. So the second year at the picturesque track by the sea... Hopefully with fewer protesters this year. Mm. We've got two races, 300 points all together rolled up for grabs. 14 points between Scotty Mack and SVG. The most important thing, Warbster, sound engineer, you're the sound guy. I'm the sound guy. What's the most important thing? Well, how good are the concerts? So, who have they got this year? Well, looks like we've got Simple Minds. Yes, don't you forget about me. And uh, Birds of Tokyo. But... Don't you forget that I exist. But they're not the headline act. Aren't they? What, have they managed to lure The Kiss Army are coming. No, that's next year. That's year after. Really? Yeah, that's next year. I thought it was this year. No, it's 2019. Why the fuck are they announcing it 12 months out? Who the fuck knows? Fucking supercars. Simple Minds and Birds of Tokyo. Mm. Young person. Yeah. Yep. Birds of Tokyo. What have they done in the last six years? That's quite a good question. So clearly, so clearly, if they haven't done much popular in the last six years, they fit the bill perfectly. Yeah, because it means they were cheap. Yes. Yes. And Simple Minds. What have they done in I've the past 26 years? Well, you've never heard of Simple Minds. Yeah. Don't you forget about me. Oh, yeah, them. Jim Kerr. I, I really remember. The guy with the curly yeah. red, the Scotsman with the curly red hair? Nope. Right. Well, I have to be honest. When I, when I was I, not a lot. When, when I when I actually saw the phrase "simple minds," I thought they were just going to recruit everyone off the Supercars Facebook page <laughs> and then just get them to sing in a choir. Oh, careful! Words. Righto. So, or, or, or crush a cafe. Righto. So here we go. Don't you forget about the racing. End of the year means three to look out for: a heart pick, a head pick, and then we need to tell everyone who lifts the championship trophy. Warbster. Uh, heart pick. Heart pick first. Nissan to go out in style. I'd really like that. Not going to freaking happen, but I can wish it. Yep. Uh, sound engineer. My uh, heart pick says Scotty Mack wins both races. Well, my heart picks Scotty Mack. Mm-hmm. Warbster, your head pick. David Reynolds. Yep. And I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna I'll expand on that a little bit. I think the Triple Eight and DJ RTP are going to be watching each other so much. Dave can just sneak in under the radar disappear into the distance and uh, that's the, all she wrote as far as that's concerned yep head pick sound engineer my head pick says a repeat of Pook with uh, one one SVG and one Scotty okay. so my heart picks Scotty Mac my head picks Scotty Mac and the three to look out for for Scotty Mac is Lowndes Wink Up and the Wall because they're all out to finish his championship hopes Wall hmm. I didn't not think, David not David <laughs> <laughs> Your three to look out for, Sam Injury? Right, my three to look out for. Mm-hmm. Mostard. He's had pace. Uh, Lowndes. Let Mostard, please. What? Fan- Come on, fanboy. Uh, Reynolds. Yeah. And Lowndes. Yep. Yeah. Okay, good. Warbster, three. Uh, Anton, I think uh, Newcastle's type of street circuit that's going to suit him. So he might get along with it. And uh, if Reynolds is up there, he might be too far behind. Chaz Moster is going through a bit of a renaissance towards the end of this year and certainly I'm Could showing... Do you think he knows how to spell renaissance? He doesn't need to. He, he just needs to know it has a steering wheel. 
Actually, he's got more better on camera this year, so don't piss on him too much. And my third to look out for... I don't know what to do with my hands. And my third to look out for is going to surprise all of you, because I'll give you... You've already seen it. Who do you think my third to look out for is? Rick. No. Caruso. No. You're getting warm. Anton. Simona. Simona. Yes. My third pick is Simona. She got along with the track amazingly well last year. Simona. Simona. Oh, so wow, you come picked in with a some Nissan? Well, no, this will be a yardstick. Actually, that's a really, really good point, Warbs. That, that will be, it'll be a yardstick. Mm. If she doesn't qualify and run as well as she did last year, she's gone backwards. Or, or the, the car's car, gone backwards. Or the team and the car have gone backwards. Yes. So, Simona, I think she was threatening a top five in the first race last year. Mm-hmm. All right, so, championship trophy. <sighs> Who do you want? Who do you think? In both cases, I said uh, just after Newcastle last year, he will win the championship this year. I have largely stuck by that through this whole entire year. He was looking a bit shaky a couple of rounds ago, but the resurgence of uh, form says the Falcon goes out of Australian touring car racing in style. Scotty Mack for the championship. Sound engineer? Yep, I'm saying Car 17's dropping the 7 for next year. Oh, very good. Oh, lovely. Very nice. Lovely. And yes, I have to agree. I think Scotty Mack will win the championship. He has got the mongrel in him. He was f- super fast there last year. He's got a year of maturity and experience under his belt. And now he's got the fire in his belly. And he's absolutely got the fire in his belly. And if, and, you, think, um, and if you think the shoulder, if you think he's been mild the last couple of rounds, the shoulders are going to come out in Newcastle. Oh, yeah. Yep, absolutely. I just hope that the championship doesn't get decided by a bullshit judicial, judicial penalty. Yep. I hope they can run clean and it not end up in the uh, hands of the race director or the deputy race director because... Or um, social media warriors. Well, there's also that too. Mm. I think that rounds us out, gents. I think that does. Um, so, everybody, have a good Newcastle. Yep. Um, we'll probably be posting something up sooner rather than later, depending on whether we feel like it or not. Yeah, we'll um, do a season wrap, but probably a couple of weeks after Newcastle, pending uh, commitments, etc., etc. Um, but yes, um, as always, keep liking, keep subscribing, keep commenting, keep bothering us, keep um, private messaging us, keep stalking us. No one private messages me, it's great. I don't have to reply to anybody. Yeah. So anyway, big thanks to Lake Minnetonka for allowing us to use their music as always, and a big thank you to you, the listeners. Cheers, everybody. Enjoy your supercars grand finale.